1: Blog Talk Radio
0: Good everybody, and welcome once again to Violet Reiki Radio. I'm your host, Rosie Minnick. I am a Reiki master teacher and Shihan in Western Reiki, as well as Eastern Reiki, as I am a Shihan of Komuel Reiki Kai. I also have just become, last month or two months ago, I am a medical Reiki master which means i am certified and authorized to do reiki in hospital operating rooms thanks to rating keys um i would like to thank the founders of the seca network for giving me this opportunity to bring to you this show every thursday here on Block talk radio and um to bring to the public information concerning Reiki, all things Reiki, uh, about Reiki, its discovery, uh, the roots, all things surrounding Reiki, uh, Reiki practice, more, and uh, things about the founder of Reiki, Mikao Usui, many things and topics in his life that uh, made him who he was and were very contributory in the finding of Reiki. So um, as some of you know, some of you don't, Reiki is universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. The Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing, an instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing, protection, and personal and spiritual development. If you want more information on Reiki, I invite you to check out my website, which is violetrosereiki.com. And you can email me if you want more information on Reiki, or if you even if you have questions, whatever. Um, you can email me at rose at violetrosereiki.com. dot com, and I will give you an answer. No question is quote stupid. A lot of times in my classes, I will have um, someone raise a hand and say, I have a stupid question. And I'm like, no, there's no such thing as a stupid question. It's
1: you know,
0: would be stupid not to ask the question, but uh I I will answer any emails or any questions you have. I think education is power. So we all need to seek more and more education. You can also find me on Facebook under Violet Rose or Violet Rose Reiki. I'm really not sure what, what they, you know, they keep changing things around. You can also find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Google+, uh, most social media. Also on Facebook, I have a page, which is called Reiki Ward. And Reiki Ward was formed uh, over three years ago. With the ideal to provide distance Reiki healing for free for humans and animals all over the world, Reiki board is global. It's uh, just like any other Reiki, uh, well, any other page on Facebook, easily accessible at uh, on Facebook. All you have to do is go there, and you would post on it the same way in which you would post on. The wall of a friend or any other page, just put up your Reiki healing request. It could be for yourself, it could be for a family member, it could be for your pet or for a friend, you know, for a friend or a friend's pet or, or whatever. We do it all on Reiki Ward, humans, animals, you name it, we do it. Reiki Ward does two to three rounds of healing every day, generally, some days more, some days, you know, maybe two. But always, we're doing rounds uh, of Reiki throughout the day. And we place your requests, as they come in, we place your requests on our crystal, crystal grid so that the requests receive 24-7 energy work and healing. Not to mention we have about three or 400 Reiki practitioners who very generously and happily give us their time. When they see the request come in, or rather the requests come in and the admins over at Reiki Ward, we read them, we start to do Reiki, and we then post the request on the wall so that any of the practitioners who are helping us out, you know, Reiki practitioners can see the request as they come in, and then they know, get on that request and do what you can do, and, and uh, if you're helping us out, we love it. And a uh, big shout out to all of the people who help us there every day. And um, usually we like for those who are helping us to make a comment, sending or will send or Reiki sent, something like that, so that the comment gives the person who put in the request the idea or the information that it is being worked on. Because we're very compassionate over at Reiki Wood and we want everyone to be at peace and we want everyone to not worry and not be concerned. Are they working on it? Are they not working on it? Did they see my post? What are they doing? So we'd like for the practitioners participating and helping us to put a comment in the comment box sent when they when they look at a post for healing so that the person who put it there knows that it is indeed being worked on. After all, everybody's not psychic. <laughs> so that's what we have, and that's what we are about. And the call-in number to call here in the studio tonight to speak with me or my guest, Tracy Lee, of Zetaline Healing, call this number, 347-677-0699, and we are here. I'm going to take a short little break and then we will be right back with Tracy.
2: You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Sheehan, Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki, in love, light, and healing.
0: Okay, I think I'm back. We had a little glitch there at the end. I hope tomorrow Mercury goes direct to Can't Wait. All right. My guest, Tracy of Deadline Healing, is dedicated to improving physical, emotional, and spiritual lives of others by providing holistic alternatives to traditional medicine or medical practices. She applies holistic methods to prove, to provide. My mind is gone. My mouth is gone. I'm sorry. (laughs) to provide effective and long-term alternatives to traditional medical practices for people and pets. She works with any condition, including cancer, terminal illness, and orthopedic injuries. And some of her services are no-touch massage, nerve repair, pain management, anxiety, stress management, viral and bacterial treatments, spiritual cleansing, Etc. there's more. So uh, she does consultations by phone, text, or Skype. She does intuitive health scans and readings and holistic advice. If you'd like to look at her website, it is www.ZetalineHealing.com. That's Z for Zebra, E-T for Thomas, A-L-I-N for Nancy, E, Healing.com. So take a look at her website. And I know she's on Twitter because that's where I found her. And when she comes on, in a second, I'll have her give you the phone number and we will get underway and have a chat with Tracy. So let's see. Tracy, is it you? This is me. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. I hope everybody can hear me because I don't know what happened with that little uh, break song. I didn't hear the end of it, <laughs> so I'm gonna put out some feelers and uh, make sure I'm being heard. So in, I will do the in, same. I will do
2: the same thing. Make sure there's no interference
0: with our. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Is the show being heard? Somebody answer me back out there in uh, in Facebook land. <laughs> see what happens, but. Um, just give out your phone number, and we'll have you give it out again because I gave out your website. But I, what is the phone number people should contact you at?
2: Sure, guys. Uh, to get in touch with me, you dial five one two nine hundred, which is nine zero zero, and then five eight one eight. So one more time, it's five one two nine zero zero five eight one
1: eight. Great.
2: And just like Welcome. you, I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Google Plus. I'm on Facebook. You know, if you can remember uh, Zeta Line Healing. Z e t a l i n e healing. You can find me. Um, I'm
0: everywhere. And now that, that we mentioned ZetaLine healing, where did the name come from?
2: Yes, everybody wants to know where the name came from. Um, when I started doing this, a good friend of mine, he said. Everybody's going to think you're associated with the Zeta Rectilian extraterrestrial group, and I said I don't care, uh, because the reason I got the way I got this name was through spirit. Um, I was doing a lot of channeling work each night, um, probably I guess eight or nine months ago, and I kept on just writing down the word Zeta line seven four Zeta line Zeta line, and I kept on thinking to myself, what in the world does this mean? And then after a while, I figured out that it was um, the name that um, the spirit entities that I work with would refer to me as. Um, and then I received validation several months later um, when I read an article that says, um, what is the Zeta energy? And of course, a lot of people know about Theta healing and, and all of this, um, but I'd never really heard of Zeta of healing until, uh, like I said, I came across this article on the web and it talks about um, using the body's... Um, negative energy and and heal and using it as a healing force, um, which kind of makes a lot of sense to me, um, kind of considering the background and the things that I've gone through in my life. So it, it really was just a great validation to come across that. But yeah, it's a strange name, but it is what it is.
0: It is. But I gotta tell you, I love your logo. When I saw your logo, I was like, I love this because it reminded me of the Caduceus.
2: Right, uh, it's a cool logo. Yeah, yeah, I
0: love it. So you 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 do everything. I think Uh, we do a lot. There's a lot of
1: healing work
2: that you do. I I do, and so it's funny that I'm. You know, this is my first guest appearance on a show specifically about Reiki. Usually, it's about different paranormal issues and um, and more broad topics. But I'm happy to come on here tonight because the very first healing experience I ever had personally was back in. I think it was two thousand eleven um when a close friend of mine um named Jesse, I'll give him credit on the air in case he listens or listens at a later point um did a Reiki session on me and um it was after a shoulder surgery, and I experienced a, a great amount of relief and um and reduction in pain and just a lot of things started happening after my very first reiki session so i I heartedly believe that he set in motion this um Jesse did by this first Reiki session, this process of awakening and and the process by which I came to be a healer and, and to um, discover all these wonderful gifts that I have to help others. So I'm always happy to come, come on and talk about Reiki
0: or whatever it is that your guests are interested in. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, I always say there are two distinctions. Um, Reiki is energy healing and it's a great thing. And you know, Reiki's Reiki, there's, there's nothing else that's exactly like it. However, um, Energy healing, there's a lot of energy healing, the energy healing is not necessarily risky, which doesn't mean energy healing is not good. It's just a different form. So um, I think all energy healing is great, and I'm really happy that they're finally starting to give energy healing its dues and accept it and... Little by little, it's getting into mainstream medicine, and, and really, like I said, it's about time because it does work. You know it works. I know it works.
2: Um, well, you know, yeah, yeah, and, and let me start by saying that the proof is in the pudding. Um, when you've got people that are, I mean, I I have I changed people's blood labs and their blood work. You know, when, when, when we, we go to the doctor and we, we check the thyroid levels, the adrenal levels, the glucose and whatnot, and then I've been worked with the client for several weeks and they go back and the blood work has literally changed. And the only thing that's changed is the work that they've done um, with myself yeah, I mean, you know, once there's more people like myself out there that are they're changing people's health for the better, and and people are experiencing healing without taking drugs and and having operations and and you know using all these nasty pharmaceuticals and and to some extent less chemotherapy. Um, hopefully, that will evolve more in the years to come. Of course, it's going to gain traction and notoriety because, it, like you said, it works.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only problem that has this lagging and dragging. I feel on getting um, getting it out there to the public is there are so many different uh, things in place, and, and they demand studies and proof and, you know, these whoever the medical um, powers that be are out there. In order to use a therapy or have it be accepted, they need to track it. In other words, they had they do these studies where there's a uh placebo and then there's the actual energy healing and they, they bring people in and they they do these uh comparisons and there's according to the last time I, I was talking about this with anyone, there's not enough yet. And um I don't know what they want sure. or whatever, but uh because like I said, I know there are studies out there, and why there are not many more, I don't know. Although, um, someone that I had on my show, and she was also a presenter at the New York City uh, Reiki Conference that was uh, held in 2012, I think her name is uh, Gloria Granowitz, And she did a study that actually showed, uh, but this was a while back, that certain things that were in a um oh I forgot what it was they did uh they did a study doing something with um she did a three-year study and there were that it showed that test tube cells grew better when people trained in Reiki uh passed their hands over the containers of these cells. And this okay. was um there was an article on the New Haven Independent that gives the whole story about it. But she said, you know, um, she did the study. She saw it, but they needed more work. And that was a very expensive study. And there's just not enough funds. Yeah, her name is Gloria Gwan- Um And... Uh, well yeah, let me say
2: one thing there too there's there's a you know there's a lot of th- a lot of factors that go into what the public is fed um you know the main thing being money, like you said um you know if information is 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 fed to the public that it's more effective to receive energy healing and holistic treatments and and reiki and and whatever it is that myself and others in the industry do um you know that health insurance and doctors, medical school and student loans and, and the money that the U.S. government makes from all this, you know, that's all a business. You know, every, everything yeah. is a business. So, you know, the business of cancer and chemotherapy and, and all of these treatments and pharmaceutical companies is a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar business. That's a huge part of the American and, and global economy. So uh, it, it's not going to be, this is not an easy task that we're facing. Um, no, you know, we're no. facing serious political issues. And there's holistic um, practitioners, I believe, 51 um, in the United States over the over the last 10 months that have mysteriously died as well.
0: Um, yes that is that is crazy because i I had posted that in one of my groups that there is no way that that can be a coincidence, no way, oh
2: no, no, there's no coincidences in this universe everything everything happens for a reason. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Right. People people need to make their own decisions and and know that they do have alternatives. When the doctor says that you know you have to take this or um, you know you have to have this chemotherapy or you you know you have six months to live, there are alternatives. And and it's great that people like yourself are um, making these broadcasts available and and to spread the word and to help people realize that hey you know there's there's other alternatives besides just going to a doctor and, and
0: using your medical insurance. So thank you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. Uh, I think that acupuncture is covered by insurance. You see, I keep getting asked by my clients, "Do you take insurance?" And unfortunately, I can't. You know, we can't take insurance yet. But I think acupuncture is on the list, and I don't know. I think maybe massage as well. But it's an uphill climb, and but we're doing it. We're we're climbing up the hill. Um right
2: we are and and personally even if um you know if if somebody came to me and said hey we'd like to like offer you on our list of um you know insurance you know flu Cross flu shield said we'd like to offer you an as an in network provider. I'd say the hell you will offer me as an in network provider uh, there's no way that I would associate with any of the any of those businesses, knowing uh what their practices are you know this is this is our 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 fight um you know and this is our message and and we we're here to help people we're not here to take them or break their bank accounts and and use them and and deceive them we're here to to heal and heal the world and heal people one case at a time and um, whatever I can do, like I said, to help people. That's that's my purpose here. And my purpose is also to show people what it means to be free um and to live a free life, you know. And and part of that, you know, is free from um free from the, the medical system and insurance and pharmaceuticals and whatnot. So anyway, yeah, another subject couple, altogether.
0: <laughs> I have a couple of doctor friends who do not take insurance because they have seen what insurance does and how unjust it is and they just decided, no, I'm not doing it. And and they wind up getting the short end of the stick. And, you know, it's one thing uh, that you don't get what you actually do charge for a service. But when you don't get, you know, at least a portion of what is, is due you, you know, and you're getting like 20 bucks per per patient, and then your patients are getting screwed on the other side of it, and the whole thing is just, not good the whole situation is that they say no bueno then you don't want to take part in it because you're not getting um appreciated and your patients aren't getting treated and the whole thing is just a mess so these oh, guys have yeah, opted it out of they don't take insurance anymore good for yeah. them
2: and you yeah. know, people ask a lot of times you know they say well you're you are given a gift from god and from the universe you know how do you justify charging for it and i say well you know, I, I work, I do take pro bono cases, and I um, I allot 20 hours per week of, of pro bono healing work for severe cases that um, that I take on that I believe, you know, these people really need it, and I know that they can heal, and they won't be able to afford it otherwise. Uh, but, you know, if people can afford to pay, and, and usually, you know, I charge less than what a doctor charges. So I'm like everybody else. I have, you know, a house and rent and bills and a pet and you know food i have to to pay for as well so um you know the more time i can dedicate to healing people the more people that are going to be better so um, but you, you know, know i have to
0: i have to interrupt here because this is really so important it bugs me how people are like that you know well why do you charge people don't and we're talking about energy here okay people don't understand if you constantly Put energy out and put energy out and put energy out. And let's say money. If you constantly put money out or if you constantly put out the value of money, well, energy exchange and what we all should be striving for is balance, which is why I love Reiki because it's balance. But we need to have that balance in our lives. If you keep putting out and putting out, nothing is going to come back to you. It's like the ocean's. The ocean goes out, tide goes out, and then it comes back because Mother Earth is in perfect balance on her own without us humans messing things up. But, I mean, just the the rising of the sun and the moon and the oceans going in and out, the seasons, that's perfect balance. So all it is is balance. Don't make it about, you know, well, you should do it for nothing no one should do anything for nothing or no one should be doing anything that is either all positive or all negative because there's no balance
2: and you see, that's so funny true. balance yeah you're right i yeah I, the, I couldn't agree with you anymore you know energy exchange a, a balanced energy exchange is is very key to maintaining um you know a fruitful life you know for
0: anybody not just for us as practitioners exactly but for, for people for everybody, exactly, because the same thing with the healers, you know, most healers are running around, doing for people, taking care of people, and all of a sudden, they're pooped out, or they get sick, because why? Well, you were constantly giving out of energy, and constantly giving from yourself, and you can't do that, you have to stop, take time for you. Uh, just like they say when you're on an airplane, you know, if anything happens in the cabin, the mask drop down. Put your mask on first. And a lot of people say, oh, no, let me take care of my neighbor. That's not the way it works. And yeah, it's, all part, right. yeah, it's all part of this new energy, though, too, because um, people are learning it's okay to take care of yourself. I think years ago we were taught, Oh no, you want to do something for yourself or you're putting yourself first, you're selfish. Not always the case. It depends on why you're putting yourself first.
1: I agree. Yeah. A,
2: a really a really good friend of mine told me, um, a, you know, I don't like to use the word mentor anymore because I've come across so many people who call themselves mentors, but all they do yeah. is try to brainwash you and control you. So I don't use the word mentor anymore. But a good friend of mine recently told me because um, I asked her if you know if it was bad that if I if I made money or that you know I was excited to make extra money, and she said no. Um, you know, she told me that she said greed is when you have something um, that's of value that you can share with others, but you make an active choice not to. So um, she said, you know, she said, Tracy, you don't have a greedy bone in your body because you spend every waking moment helping other people. Uh, made me feel a little better. But I, I think that's a good thing for people to listen, you know, people to kind of internalize as well. You know, greed is hoarding on to anything, whatever it may be, uh, that you have that may be able to be of service to others, but, but you, you know, you can't or you don't choose, choose not to. So that helped a lot. Maybe right. it helps somebody else too.
0: Yeah. My uncle used to always say, don't get greedy. Like, you know, if you want to take something or whatever, you know, just don't take it all, you know, leave for others and, and, you know, uh, make whatever you've got. If you've got something in an overabundance by all means, share it.
1: And, yes. Uh,
2: and be grateful. It all starts with being grateful for what you have, because if you're not grateful for what the beautiful world is giving you, then, uh, there's no reason that it will give you more. You know, you have to learn to work with work from where you are and, Put one foot in front of the other. And with gratitude, abundance will find you.
0: Well, that's another form of greed. (laughs) If if you're not satisfied with what you have, but you want more, more, more. Why? You don't know how to appreciate. You're not grateful for what you have. Why would you even think that the universe is going to give you more? It's just (laughs) got to get rid of that old mentality, you know? It's funny. I
2: I was I was talking to um some that I was trying to help um that had found me via the internet and and he was just so I want this, I want this, I want this and I you know I had to stop and say, "Look, do you have a roof over your head?" Yeah. Um you you know, you have internet connection. You're talking to me via a cell phone. Um you have food. Are you starving? You know, but he wanted this. He wants a girlfriend. He wants a larger television, you know, all of this stuff. I said, "If you don't appreciate, you know, the the television that you have, and I guarantee you, the one that you have right now, uh, it's gonna break, and then you're going to be sorry that you didn't appreciate it. And lo and behold, a few days later, that TV broke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says,
2: Tracy, you're all right. I should have appreciated the TV. Now I don't have money for another one, and now I wish I just had the old one back. So,
0: wow. You know,
2: the energy will keep on keep on at us until you know,
0: teaching us life lessons until we get it. Oh yeah. And and I'm you know, I keep telling God, you know, I do uh counseling, I do intuitive counseling for people as well and uh psychic readings and I don't know what it is, but um goes to show you that the old paradigm just wasn't working and uh I get people and it's all about I want. I want this and I want that and I'll say you can want all you like, but the bottom line is the universe gives you what you need, and it's not about what you want and how you want it and what you and your ego think you deserve. It's about what you're supposed to have at the time you're supposed to have it. So if you can just surrender to that, you'll be in a much better place. But I don't know. We are so ego-driven, and I think I sound like commercialism, which I kind of do, but we've been so brainwashed all our lives. You know, you want it, go out and get it. Well, if if it's not for you, I don't care where you go out and how you try and get it, you're not gonna get it. But nobody's told us that.
1: Until recently.
2: And well, and some people don't like hearing it. Um, you know, I was I just oh. had this same conversation with with another friend earlier, um you know, earlier today about, about people asking you know um for psychic greetings, and that's why on my page, I advertise intuitive counseling, not psychic greeting, because people say, "Who am I and what should I do?" I said, "I don't know who are you? you know what do you want to do um you know, I can read somebody's energy and and tell them the places where um, you know they're not putting out the right energy or bringing in the right energy and and point people in the right direction, but I refuse to um to tell people. You know, this is what you should do because here's what happens: um, that people call and they ask a psychic. Um, for example, am I going to get this job? Um, and the psychic says, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're going to get the job." And then, you know, the person gets off the phone and they're they're super excited. Oh my gosh, the psychic said I'm going to get the job. And then two weeks later, guess what happens? They don't get the job. They call the psychic back. You said I'd get this job, and I didn't get. And then here's what the psychic says. The psychic says, "Oh well, the energy around the situation has changed. Don't blame me. Blame yourself." Um, and and I've seen this happen over and over with so many different with psychics, and and they they fall back on this. Oh, the energy has changed. Well, yeah, because that's that's true. Energy changes all the time. So, my philosophy is to help people look within themselves, help people empower themselves to um, to balance their energy and, and that's why Reiki is, is such a wonderful part of that. If you have balanced energy, it's easier to, to be introspective and to figure out what is the right thing to do um, and, and to have your instincts and, and your own personal intuition and balance um, is a lot better than having to be addicted to calling and asking someone else what to do every time you're stuck.
0: Well yes, because I got it I I've gotta say, and I've been a psychic for a very long time and this is an ability I have since birth, but I try and tell people, whatever I tell you right now today, I will guarantee you it's not really gonna change for about six months or so. Because right. that's about, you know, the feel that we can get, you know? And they don't get it. And then what happens is the less they have confidence in themselves, uh, and right. the less balanced they are the more they become psychic, what I call psychic code dependent right. And it's like, every day they're calling the psychic back and saying, well, what about this? And these really are people who can't make up their own minds, who need guidance right. 24-7. And you know, I just won't take calls from those people anymore. i say, look, you know, I really can't do this. And I, I'm not one of those people who I'm here to take your money. And um, just, you got to get a grip, you know, whatever. But you can't call every single day, and there's so many
2: right, times yeah. psychics. You know, right? And and people become you know, it even can become an addiction sometimes where you know Definitely. they they can't tie their shoes um, without you know asking the psychic. Um, you know, you know should I should I tie the left one first or the right one? And really, yeah. it, it's it's not a, it's not about some of these psychics. I've talked to people who have paid psychics ten thousand, twelve thousand dollars, and nothing's oh, yeah. changed.
1: Yep. you know, yep. It,
2: it's a sad. It's sad, and and that's that's the challenge we face as um, as honest practitioners who care about people is that, you know, um, there's people out there, obviously, you know, like
0: good good cops, bad cops. So, right,
1: yeah, <laughs> we it's, work with uh, that as
0: well. It's sad because I even had people tell me, oh, well, the other psychic I spoke to said this, and I'll say, well, I you know, I have I can't tell you why they said that or whatever, but I'm telling you. If they said yes, my guides are telling me no, and I stick by with what my guides tell me, and you make the decision, you know? <laughs> I can't help it. Yes. because yeah, people, a lot people of people need to learn. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot, like you just said before, a lot of these well, so called psychics on these phone lines and internet uh, websites. You're going to get on and say, am I going to find Mr. Right? When is it happening? And they're going to say, oh, yes, he's coming in like six months. Because they know that the the amount of time this person has to leave them a rating or whatever is usually, I think these sites, they have like two to three months. And then after that, the person, you know, doesn't matter because the person can't come back and leave that psychic a bad rating. So they've made their money, they've painted the world with nice rosy paintbrush and stuck the glasses on you, and uh, it's like, okay, and after that, they don't care. And that person will keep calling them back um, before the three months is over because, you know, a lot of times they want to hear, oh, yes, 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 it's happening for maybe a week, and you keep them on the phone, and it's just not good. It's not good at all.
2: I just got one burning question for you then. When is my Mister Right coming? I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. No, just I am actually. Think... I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I want to enjoy my life and
2: live it as it is. I'm I'm good.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I I'm keep good. telling more and more people because I mean this has already happened to me twice in my life. When you're at the moment where you don't care if and when and who is coming, that's when they're gonna come. That's so to, true. You have to be at that point in your life. And it's almost like the universe is trying to help us because the more desperate you get, there's no way for the universe to bring in Mr. and Ms. right because you're desperate, which means you don't love yourself enough. So right. instead, instead of loving more, loving ourselves more, most people what they're doing is they're running with a box of band-aids and it's like, Okay, I wanna try this one and see if this heals this gaping wound that really needs stitches and self love. Uh but they're gonna put that band aid on and it doesn't work because you're not ready. And sadly, yeah, most people right. don't want to hear that. Yes, yeah, you and, you and I could probably
2: brew up a storm if we got together in person. It sounds like because I'd, I, I you know, I'm definitely a believer in the tough love and, and the truth and honesty. And you know, some people aren't ready for it, but you know, the quicker that people learn, um, you know, and accept the truth, and then they really start loving themselves and putting themselves first. You know, if you can't truly love yourself, then
0: um, you know you're really not in a place to love somebody else. Exactly, exactly, because. If you don't love yourself, that says, I don't really know what love is. So why would you want to get involved with some other poor soul and mess them up? Because plenty of us have gotten involved with people, either have married them or been uh, in a committed relationship with them, been in their lives not knowing ourselves what love is, and then all hell breaks loose and there's damage done and there's hurt and there's wounding. Why would you want to do that? You know, when you get well, to that point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't
2: know. Well, needy needy people also attract each other, and they find each other. And so, right. um, you know, if people can graduate from a state of I need somebody because you know I I can't afford myself or I can't stand being alone or I can't stand my own company, um, those people gravitate towards each other. And you know, you know, if you're in, if you're in that state of mind you don't want to find another person just like you so you know what people need to learn to do is is to raise their vibration and their frequencies and um you know by self-love and and by deep introspection and 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 self-therapy even and and by presenting the best version of yourself possible um to the universe and to the world and it's at that time when your best self is out um that you'll attract your optimal mate i believe um not not when you're in in, in bad condition it's not going to happen
0: No, and and if you try and tell these people, they don't want to hear it. They just, you know, it's like the wall comes down, the window gets shut, and you're saying this for their own good. I've seen people run from relationship to relationship to relationship and commit the same errors in every single relationship and then wonder why they're alone and wonder why they can't find love. And
2: you, you, you know, you've got to learn to love being alone. I tell you, it, it's a hard lesson that everybody has to, to go through and to learn, including myself. I tell you what, I I love my own company so much.
1: I, I love being alone in my
2: house. I love being alone in my car. I mean, I am never, I never feel lonely. And, and sometimes when there's other people around, I'm like, shh, get get from my space because I I love me. You know, yeah, and and, and yeah. That's, yeah, me is awesome, and and that's where people need to learn to feel is, hey, I'm I'm awesome, I'm the bomb, and to be in my company, right. like, you know what I mean, I'm gonna be be picky who my friends are, I'm gonna be picky who my mate is because I deserve the very very best that life has to offer and that love has to offer, and and that's how people have to learn to be, you know, it takes right. some have work, to but get it's in hot. that
0: space. Yeah, you have to get in that space. <laughs> otherwise it's not gonna it's just not gonna come, and I don't know about you, but I always tell people you gotta go six months without anyone no no desire, no you know is is he mine or I'm talking about romantic go six months alone with no prospective partner in your life, six months alone, you with you when you can do that and you are comfortable with that, and that desperate need for a partner or a companion disappears, then you're ready to go out. And with the vibration of I love myself, because that's kind of like, you know, um, putting out bird seed for the birds, you know. If the birds see that seed is there, then they're going to come and eat. Uh, same thing with that vibration. It's the vibration of I love myself. I am the best. I'm the bomb, like you said. That attracts people to you. So if you're there, then you're okay. If you're still, when is he coming? When is she coming? I need, mean, I need, mean, I want, I want. Forget about it. You might as well start knitting a afghan because it's not going to happen soon. And... <laughs> People don't want to hear. They just don't want to hear. It's like, don't walk into the wall, you'll get hurt. The next thing you hear is bump. So bump. <laughs> I just I, have yeah, resolved I, I tell
1: you.
0: to hang around to pick up the pieces because you just know they're not going to listen to you. And I have watched people bang into that wall a hundred times or more. And it's like, okay, well, because, again, you know, like I, I do, they'll get it when they get it. Well, I gotta admit,
2: I was one of those people for a while, and I, I banged into it. I mean, I was—I was—I can tell. You know, I talk openly about the fact that I was married to a polygamous sociopath for 12 years. Uh,
1: oh my but,
2: God! Uh, yeah, but but removing yourself from an abusive situation and having the courage to change your life and and um, remove yourself spiritually and physically and just separate yourself from everything that happened and just start over—it's it, hard and it takes courage and bravery, but. You know, if there's any women listening out here now that we're talking about love and, and, and self-respect and all this, you know, take that. There are ways to get out. You know, people will come up with a million excuses, but there there is a way out. There is always a way. Where there is a will, there is a way. So help me God. Um, and, you know, abundance and health um, in, in any way, we'll, we'll never find those who um, willingly subject themselves to abuse. You know, um, nice. the, the best – the best way to to attract abundance of of health and love and spirituality is to show enough love and self respect for yourself to remove yourself from from a bad situation. So that's
1: anyway, right. there's my because, soapbox.
0: That's where it starts. You know, if you love yourself, you will not let anyone abuse you, take advantage of you. Uh, do negative, bad, horrible things to you. You just won't allow it. And that's another thing. When you get to that point where you won't allow it, then you're in a good space. And that's where we all should strive to be. You know, um, I will be respected because I respect myself. And I will, you know, not take any negative, unhealthy, bad crap from anyone because that's my boundary. I won't take it because I love myself. Right. And boundaries it,
2: are so important. And and people need to know that, you know, abuse does not get better. It only gets yeah. worse. It does, it does not get better. It only gets it will only get better when it hits rock bottom and the universe will force you out of the situation. And you don't you most people don't want to get to that point. It's so much better to to just pick up your stuff and leave and start over. Um but you know, the universe will eventually dictate what is supposed to be. Um, but it doesn't get better, people. It, do, it does not. And, and making excuses for the person or for yourself or assigning blame um, to another person or, you know, for the abuse, a third party, um, you know, these are all common things that happen. But it's, you know, really what it is. It's about self-love
0: and self-respect. So, Right, because, uh, you know, somebody said once about boundaries. Well, how could you do that if you love that person? And I said, loving a person has nothing to do with, With the boundaries I've set, I love this person, but this is where it stops. You know, if they have a problem where they don't know how to treat someone or they don't love themselves, therefore they really can't love another. Or if they don't know how to respect themselves, so they don't know how to respect another. I understand that we're all, you know, at different levels, but my boundary is my boundary. And if you can't respect me or whatever, that's okay. I'm not going to try and change you. But this is how far you come. I still love you, but this is where your BS stops with me.
1: See, Absolutely. people sometimes,
0: they're afraid to put up boundaries because they're thinking, well, if I put up this boundary, it's putting up a wall, and I will love that person. No, but I think we all have to kind of remember in the back of our minds that because we have our own personal love and respect for self, then... You have to put up boundaries so that no one crosses that and treats us the way we know we don't want to be treated, and we know we shouldn't be treated.
1: Yeah, you know, has nothing to do with I, I, love I or
0: not love. Yeah,
2: I agree. I, yeah, I think it's also important, you know, when when people uh, find their way out of these situations, that they do take the time to um, to heal the trauma and um, to acknowledge that you know injury has taken place, and um, and and to heal the wounds that have. Um, you know that they've endured over the years and and like you said, so that they don't make the same mistakes over and over and over because you know uh, we're talking about spirituality and reiki and, and healing here um what happens is um this energy from these abusive people they they make energetic attachments to these people and so and unless they can heal the wounds and then um make clean breaks with these attachments uh, you know they'll drag this this stale um, negative, negativism along with them, you know, uh, for the rest of their life if they don't address it and will keep making the same mistakes over and over. So, you know, addressing these uh, energies on the physical realm is, is important, but also it's important to uh, address them in the spiritual realm um, and, and break these energetic attachments um, to people, some of which, some people we've been attached to for multiple
0: lifetimes, you know, and that yeah. core just needs to be cut. So. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like We're speaking about energy here. Um, it's funny how people don't realize that when they get involved with somebody, and it, it's on different levels, but when you interact with a person, um, <clears throat> your energy, there is an energetic connection. And uh, people just don't realize that, and especially on the sexual level. They just don't get it. Once you have sex with a person, you're kind of like, I don't want to say glued together for life, but you have that energetic connection that then is very difficult to change, move, get rid of, kind of.
2: It's very true, and that's part of the reason why, you know, I, I don't like a lot of strangers in my house, and um, and people ask, you know, why don't you, you know, get out more and date more? Well, you know, you have to be careful who you mix energies with. You know, some of this stuff uh, may not be physically contagious, but some of it is spiritually contagious. And, you know, you don't just want to go mixing up your uh, your energy fields with, with random people, you know.
1: Uh, people exactly, be and too many
0: people, of, of, yeah. they don't get it. They just don't
2: get it. <laughs> Well uh you know they they will people do get it though when they when they come for help and they say, "Hey, you know, help me cut these cords and um it's it's more of a you know it's a very intricate process sometimes of of healing the wound and and cutting each cord and dealing with each you know traumatic energetic connection with people you know one at a time hour by hour day by day, but then um people have reported and I have many clients who have done this with that they feel so much lighter after we do these cord cutting sessions and and they're able to you know emotionally detach from these people and um you know, after the, the, they cut the energetic cords, they're able to to say, "Hey, you know, uh, this happened to me today that reminded me of this person, but it didn't affect me the way that it used to." So, you know, like you said, that they're doing studies on the um, at the cellular level, you know, on the emotional level, and on the way that the brain works. You know, energy healing and Reiki also um, also affects the way you know the brain is wired. Uh, we we also work with with mental pathing and triggers as well. So it's not just physical.
0: No, it's not. It's not. And people just take it a little bit too lightly and uh, then wonder, why is my life all messed up? You know? Let me take a break here and we'll be right back. All right. I'll be here. Okay. Let me see if this will work.
1: You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika
2: Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Sheehan, Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in love, light, and healing. Okie I'm
0: back. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, People do that with me too, because I, I practice Reiki, I do the Reiki and readings out of my home. Um, people will say to me, Wow, can I just like sit here? Can I come combine just like sit here for a half an hour every so often? Because the vibration in here is great. I feel so calm, I feel so peaceful. And it's like between the clients, I mean I clean before and after each client. I'm staging, I'm incensing, I'm I'm clearing what I'm doing. And the same thing with myself, because I'm in it, you know, you're in the energy, Um, I take very good care of myself. I'm always cleaning myself, my aura, and, and, you know, my energy field. So, yeah, most people don't do what we do on a daily basis because they're not so, um, you know, we're still not there with people being attuned to energetic needs, I guess.
2: You know, it's funny that you say that. I I really do believe um, that slowly, like we said at the beginning of the show, um, where, you know, a shift is happening. And even over the last several weeks on Facebook, I've seen a lot of different people posting, um, you know, pictures of the sky and and the clouds and different things that, you know, formations that they're seeing in the sky, you know, whether it's like a a face or an angelic imprint or, you know, a chemtrail or, um, you know, a reflection of the sun. And people are just starting to be more aware of of stuff that's going on, going on around them so i you know i really even even my mother who is sixty sixty six 66 years old i think she's having a very late but slow awakening and it's it's you know it does my heart well to see these things that people are um you know people are starting to pay more attention to, to positivity and energy and i think eventually you know it may not happen with a big boom like some people prophesize that it will but slowly um you know the spiritual world is making our making its way
0: in, into our daily lives yeah, and it feels funny, but you know, another thing I'm noticing is that everything around us seems to have been picking up speed, and I think possibly when we get into 2016, it's going to be like a ball rolling down the mountain. I think we're it's when it picks up a little bit more, we're really going to pick up and run away with it, and and we're going to see more enlightenment, more awakening, more evolving. Uh I just feel that it's on the way.
2: I hope you're right, and I know that you know a lot of people have prophesized a lot of different things. some things are you know totally positive and wonderful and 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 you know um hopeful and then some things you know along the lines of apocalyptic apocalyptic apocalyptic, um, you know, prophecies and the end of the world and asteroids and solar flares and the New World Order and all this stuff. You know, there's two sides to all this. My my view on all of it is to just live in the moment and, um, you know, to appreciate the time that we have here. And whatever happens, happens. You know, if anything really terrible happened, we probably wouldn't feel it much. So there's really no reason, um, you know, to get all bent out of shape about, um, you know, about what if, because all this fear and all this, anxious energy that people have about what's going to happen, um, you know, it invites more negativity and it just increases the probability that something bad will happen. So people need to just learn to live in the moment, be positive, and, and, and enjoy life for what it is and make it the best that it is um, and, and know that they deserve the best and and stop uh, projecting so much into the future about what ifs because, you know, people need to learn to accept what they can't control and that's
0: pretty much most everything. <laughs>
1: That's true, I
0: think when you finally get to that space where you know that you have no control over it, then um you know you'll you'll just you'll just realize that you'll keep yourself in the now, you'll stop trying to control, and it'll be you know it'll be fine. If things, I mean, I used, well, I don't know how to deal with this. Like sometimes I say I used to be a control freak and I realized one day it's kind of like being an alcoholic or a drug addict. You never were or used to be, you are, but it's the way you manage it and control your own needs to control. (laughs) Right.
2: It's controlling your own needs to control. And it's not about what you think or what you, or what, what you feel. It's about acknowledging you know, the feelings and the thoughts that you have and saying, okay, I'm feeling this right now and I'm going to, you know, embrace this feeling and this thought for what it is right now um, and, and I'm going to contr- what I'm going to control is my response to this feeling and my response to this thought. You know, people say, like, uh, that it's bad to be angry. No, it's not bad to be angry. Everybody gets angry, but what you do is you say, okay, I'm angry right now and this is the reason why I'm angry and this is how I'm going to respond to this anger. Um, and exactly. it's all about how you respond to the anger that makes you, who you are you know if you respond by banging your head against the wall you know and, and doing something really bad or spiteful or, or posting something nasty to somebody or sending a mean text um, you know that puts out, out negative energy but if you you know learn to breathe and meditate take a couple of deep breaths um, think about your response and, and figure out a way to make something positive come of it um, you know that's that's when we start to heal like I was talking about heal the world and heal, heal the negative um, negative happenings and negative energy so I know it sounds overly idealistic, but it's it's
0: it's good practices. Um no, makes I your mean, life it, a lot it, easier. Yeah, I mean it's it's on the right path because what always cracked me up was people think, you know, oh you do Reiki and you're spiritual, then you should never get angry, you should never curse, you should never do. oh no, the minute I became a Reiki practitioner I became uh unhuman. And uh, it was like, and I have a friend of mine who's a psychic and says, you know what? And that's how we became friends because it was like, I'm a psychic and I curse and I get mad and I, I'm disappointed and I have emotions and I like to eat chocolate and all this other stuff.
1: And I <laughs> just said,
0: see, this is why I love you because you are real. I don't know why people think that people who do spiritual work or who do healing work, you know. We need to all walk around with these, these light voices and never get angry and never show a negative emotion. And everything is just, whee, nirvana. I live in nirvana. And I'm extra special because of that. <laughs> well are you getting me? <laughs> well,
2: what happens to these people is um, their chakras stop spinning. And I can see it because my gift is extremely visual. And so I'm able, to, it's a gift and a curse, I guess, because I see some very disturbing yeah. things with my yeah. eyes. Um I don't even know why my eyes are like they are. That's another story. But, um, you know, people, I can see that, that people's chakras literally stop spinning. So a chakra is supposed to be a balanced energy center of incoming and outgoing energy. So, for example, the right. heart is a really good example. You know, if, you know, you're supposed to accept love in and give love out. So if you're only giving love out, 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 you know, the, the incoming love that you've received ever, it becomes stale and stagnant and when you have a stale and stagnant energy um uh, you know center it, it you know the spinning stops and and that's when you you know your chakras become imbalanced and out of alignment and and eventually and this is what I deal with it manifests as a physical um physical illness you know a, um an imbalanced energy center always manifests eventually as a physical illness so uh that's why reiki is so cool because you know by keeping the energy centers of the body and the chakras in balance and in alignment you prevent um You know, your energy imbalances from manifesting as as physical, physical illnesses. So, you know, people who hold all these things in, you know, they want to curse, but they can't, you know, imbalanced throat chakra, right? Right. Uh, You know, all the same thing, you know, I'm not scared of anything. I don't have any anger. Well, you know, imbalanced heart chakra. Yeah, you know, I can keep going all the way down the body if we if you want to. Um but you know, you know how this works. Well, so
0: I have to say this. I have someone who came to me and the first time she came from Ricky and I did a um chakra balancing on her. The the big deal was the throat chakra and then the sacral chakra and the um root was it? No. It was the throat, the soul, or the sacral. Okay. So I cleared those up before she left. I also made her a bracelet with gemstones relative because the throat chakra was cleared completely, cleared very quickly and nicely. The sacral and the solar would give me a little bit of a fight. And it was like, I didn't want this session to take like forever. So we got it to a point where it was okay. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to make it this this bracelet. And it had the gemstones corresponding to solar and sacral. Went off with the bracelet. She loved it. She felt good while she was wearing it. Came back for a follow-up session a month later. And where did I find issues again? The throat, the sacral, the um, solar. And I know this woman's got a lot of fear. She's not owning her own power. She's not speaking up. She's repressing a lot. And... She's just not owning her stuff, and she makes excuses for everything. And it's like, okay, I'm clearing your stuff here, but if you don't cooperate and attempt to change the areas in your life that are messing up your chakras and your energy, they're just going to keep playing this game over and over again, month after month after month. So it's true. You know what are you doing when when these problems present and you try and tell the person, yeah, you know this is what you need. These are the areas you need to work on, and then they don't work on them. You know, I healing, is you know
2: a, uh, healing, healing is a yeah, healing healing is is a collaborative process. I I tell people when they first call, um, you know it, you know you you can lay down on your back and, and receive, but if you don't do your part, um, I know I I tell people and I, and I know this is a stretch, but I, I can literally remove i mean i've worked i've removed cancers i've removed um i mean i i i affect people's blood work um gene structures i mean i've in vitro um you know unborn children um i mean i've i've done so many i've even done a root canal a distance root canal um and there's a testimonial wow. about that on my website but uh, it doesn't matter how many times i i heal something if you don't um uh, protect yourself and and accept it in the physical realm then the problem will continue to persist because what happens is you know we heal in the ener- um, energetic and the multidimensional realm and then it manifests physically because of the person's expectation of of themselves to heal but then um it's easy for them to welcome that sickness back by reverting to old habits so um it's important exactly. to heal you know it, it's important to heal from every um from every angle um if if you exactly. want the results to be long term um yeah. So, yeah.
0: It's the same thing like people who come, people who come to a healer or a healing practitioner I, with an expectation like, okay, all I got to do is lay there. They'll work on me. I'll be fine. That's a Western mentality kind of. I go to the doctor, he'll give me a pill. I'll be fine. We all have to own our own healing and do what we need to do to help facilitate that healing. Because if we don't, no healing will occur. And then they blame it on the practitioner, or they blame it on the doctor. But if you if you approach your own healing with a closed mind, or with the mindset like you just said, well, somebody else is going to do this for me, it doesn't work.
2: Well, you know, it, but there's also a certain amount of of uh, trust and faith that has to be put in the healer too. So. Um, right. You know when you work with people that are like this is b s or it 's not going to work it does make it it 's not impossible to work with those types of people, but it does make it a lot more difficult because we are working on a spiritual and energy realm here right. so right. um you know and I do believe that the body and all of its organs and and working and moving parts are holograms so um, you know right. I manipulate the way that the holograms are projected into the um, multiverse, and those energetic manipulations are very simple for me to make what 's not simple is the um, you know, continued manifestation of these changes in the physical realm. And and that's that's what where people's individual contribution and belief system comes into play. <laughs>
0: right.
2: More than well, more than anything.
0: Unfortunately, we we're running out of time here. Actually we've ran out of time. I always tack on a little extra because I don't like uh I don't like them to shut me down if I haven't said goodbye and thanked my <laughs> guests properly. <laughs> but um this was a great show, very interesting. I know the show can go on for another two hours. But what I'll do is I will have you back again, and I thank you so much, Tracy, for coming oh, you're on the so show welcome. and cool. talking with me. Um, folks, it's Healing, Z-E-T-A-L-I-N-E, dot uh, .com, and her name is Tracy Lee. And Tracy, give us the number again for your business.
2: You got it. It's 512-900-5818. So it's 512-900-5818.
0: Where are you located,
2: I'm physically located in Austin, Texas, but, um, okay. you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a night owl because I have clients all around the world. So, you know, we Skype, text, email and whatnot. Um, you know, I could be anywhere in the world in in 3.3 3 seconds.
0: I just have to put on my <laughs> space face. Beam her up when you need her. Um, okay. And if anybody didn't get it or, or you want, you know, call me, I'll get you to Tracy, whatever. But, um, all right, thank you so much, and uh, I'm looking forward to speaking to you again and having you on again. Have a great yeah, any All right, yeah, you too. Bye thank bye you bye. so much. Be good. Yeah, Talk you. to you. Bye bye. Thank Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you back here on Violet Racing Radio next.